welcome back y'all i'm so excited that you are hanging out with me here today on just another kind of brief maybe brief i haven't really decided episode where i'm just gonna kind of chit chat a little bit off the cuff i've got like a couple questions that i had in my dms about money budgeting coronavirus stimulus packages all of that stuff but it's just gonna be kind of hangout episode for the most part so i do want to touch first on the second round of stimulus checks i have seen a lot a lot of postings on facebook lately y'all that is still somewhat on the table we did see reports this week from the white house that our president he was in support and in favor of having a second round of stimulus checks but they are undetermined at this point we do not know how much they are going to be we do not know when we would get them it still has to go through congress they still have to discuss the bill debate the bill hack the bill into pieces add some stuff to the bill change the bill and that's going to take us a while since we are unfortunately smack dab still in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic which is the point of the stimulus checks so that is still not even being debated on the senate floor until later into july we could potentially expect to see those late july early august i think the next month is august i don't know july is almost here and that's kind of crazy we do not have a specific for the stimulus checks as of yet the reporting has been that it would be another $1,200 up to $2,000 per person and that children would be worth more money. They would be getting the the same via cap on the amount of money a household could get, but a family of say three or four could get almost $10,000. So I am, I am absolutely hoping and praying that that happens because this pandemic has hit so many people so hard and it is still dragging on. We are still seeing record unemployment numbers. All of the jobs that were created from the post-recession up to this were basically wiped out in a matter of months. All of the progress that we had made kind of backslid. So there are still so many, so many people who are filing for unemployment every month. At the end of July, the original CARES Act bill is set to expire in terms of the extra $600 a week that people on unemployment are receiving. There has been so much backlash over this over this kind of piece of the law and it's really unfortunate that so many people are so incredibly upset because making an extra $600 a week for a lot of places their minimum wage amount that you would be able to get for unemployment is maybe $200 to $275 a week so people are really only making anywhere from $700 to $900 a week that's still not a lot of freaking money you guys it is not a lot of money I did some math really quick and y'all even making just that if you somehow are at the high high end of unemployment and you're making $900 a week we're just not even gonna take taxes out at this moment $900 a week four weeks a month you're making $3,600 a month you are still only grow you are still only netting $43,000 for the year the average median income for Americans is almost $50,000. So think about that. By giving everyone that extra $600, we are still below the median average of American incomes. That is so crazy and so terrifying that so many people are living below that. On just standard unemployment, on standard unemployment, in some states, people are still only 
only making $1,100 a month without this added income. Look at your life right now. Think about everything that you have to pay for. If you lost your job and you had a higher than minimum wage paying job, like if you were still working and you're one of the people who has a problem with people making an extra income from the state to get them through this, think about if you had a $13 an hour paying job or a $20. A lot of people have higher paying jobs who did get laid off. If you had that and all of a sudden you were only making your state minimum wage, so a month you were only making $1,100, would you be able to survive? Honest answer, would you be able to survive? Most people wouldn't. So the fact that they are able to get an extra $600 a week, which still in most states caps them out at no more than $900, they are still barely getting by. The people who are upset that there are people who are now making a living wage while on unemployment really should probably check your privilege. But I digress. This is a very hot topic for me being, being somebody in the hospitality industry who has seen so many of those in my industry furloughed for extended periods of time who are struggling to pay rent, who have to jump through so many hoops for unemployment. It is not an easy process. If you do not have a job and you do not expect to go back to that job, unemployment is job serving. You have to be actively seeking a new job every week. You have to get proof. People who've never had to be on unemployment do not know how hard it is. It is not living off the state. There are only so many weeks that you can be on unemployment a year. There's only so much you can get as an unemployment benefit. It is not an unlimited resource that encourages you to live off the state. That's not how it works. They have so many resources available to get people back to work, to get them into the workforce. But with Miss Coronavirus, things have been different. Things have been changed. You should really just be thankful that if you're working, that you're working. You should be thankful that you have a paycheck coming in. If you're unemployed and you have a paycheck coming in, you should be thankful. You should just freaking be thankful that you are alive, you have your health, and you're able to pay your bills. What somebody else does with their money is none of your damn business. What amount of money somebody else is making, none of your damn business. What somebody else spends their money on, not your problem. So that was my quick update to stimulus checks and unemployment. We do not know when stimulus check round two will come out, but it does seem to be supported by the White House, so hopefully that will come out. That will be a great boost to the economy and help the economy boost back. It'll keep money flowing into stores, which will keep people employed, which will keep being able to hire people. We want to keep the cycle of money moving as best we can so that we are able to bring people back, but they do want to bring people back as safely as possible. With coronavirus numbers spiking, as of me recording this right now, I am recording this on June 28th, Texas has rolled back a ton of its opening. Arizona and Florida are crazy epicenters for the disease. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases being reported. Thousands. They are breaking records. Coronavirus, we thought it'd be over by April. No, we didn't. No one thought it would be over by April. We are going into July and we are still seeing wave number one. We slowed it down a little bit, but everything is spiking, spiking, spiking. So if you are listening to this and you have the ability to stay inside, stay the heck inside. You do not need to go outside. If you have to go outside, wear freaking masks. Very simple. We are, we need to flatten the curve. Coronavirus ties hand in hand with the stimulus checks, which ties into unemployment, which ties into whether or not you feel confident going forward financially over the next couple of months.
Money makes you greedy. Money makes you selfish. Money is the root of all evil, right? When people have more money, they're not good people anymore. Money changes people. What if we could change all of these crazy negative connotations for the good? What if money makes you more charitable? What if money allows you to give back? What if money lets you help more people? If you're currently living in a negative mindset of scarcity, of fear, of disdain, we need to work on that. You know you do. You're going to feel so much better. And the first step to doing that is being surrounded by the right kind of money community. And I don't mean what your banking institution is. I don't mean your CPA, your super awesome accountant. And I don't mean that person that you met in college who maybe manages some books. I mean a real money community where you can ask money questions, get support, for your debt-free journey, celebrating your small wins, and celebrating your big wins, as well as learning about money manifesting, changing your story, and becoming the best money you possible. So if you're looking for your new money community, I have it for you. It's my Money Works Tribe on Facebook. The link is going to be in my bio, and I cannot freaking wait to see you there. How you are handling coronavirus, the way that this is gone, should set you up to how you should actually be managing your money long term. If going into Miss Coronavirus, you were already struggling and you didn't save and you didn't have a lot of money, you are probably still struggling and you understand or you know or you have been so thoroughly incentivized now to put savings in an emergency fund at the forefront of your mind. I hope, I hope, I hope, and I pray that you have started thinking longer term and how much you add to savings every week, savings every month that you need to have an emergency fund because this is ruining lives. Coronavirus is ruining people's livelihood. We are currently still in a eviction freeze, but that only applies to so many people. So I strongly encourage you, if you are struggling, please reach out. Reach out to your landlords, your mortgage companies, your utilities, your phone providers. Reach out to anyone and everyone that is involved in your situation that you give money to, reach out to them, let them know. Things are hard. Work out different payments. Work out payment plans. You can do that. They will work with you. Coronavirus is an unprecedented experience for us, which means they're going to be unprecedented and unknown waters that we are trying to navigate right now. So during these times, so important to be saving the money that you can, to be cutting spending as much as you can if you are really worried about incurring any new medical costs if you are worried about having to take time off work, if you have had your hours reduced, you should be so focused on your essentials. You shouldn't be focused on the fact that, ooh, some states you can go out and you can go to restaurants, you can go to bars and all of that again. You should be focusing on saving. And I know it's very hard. We've been cooped up in the house. Money is such a struggle. Being in the house is such a struggle so that when you get the opportunity to get to go back out and go hit up the bar and go to the beach and you want 
to buy this and that and the other thing because you've been cooped up for so long it seems totally normal and like absolutely the thing you should do and I urge you to reconsider that take the money that you want to go spend on a vacation and save it because you don't want to risk your family's health going out into the world unnecessarily for unessential travel wasting a bunch of money only to catch a virus potentially lose your job get your hours reduced and then be in a worse situation I am a very long-term thinking person and I struggle with short-term goals and short-term rewards I do not do them I do not like them I am always long-term and that has helped me so much with coronavirus because I was thinking three six nine months ahead before this even happened we have been in a good situation it is not like this for most people if you're listening to this right now and you don't have three to six months of an emergency fund how can you get it what is the fastest way that you can do that how much can you save what can you cut what can you sell how can you get to a situation where your bank account where your savings account makes you feel safe money is meant to make us feel. Money should make you feel safe. Money should give you a sense of security. Money can't give you everything in the entire world. It really can't can't give you happiness, but it can give you a sense of security. If you have money, you're able to focus on the big picture more than the small picture. You're not staying up all night, stressing, panicking about whether or not your job is still going to exist tomorrow and what you would do if it doesn't. Focus on building a security blanket for yourself now. Focus on saying no to the little things, the extra things, and just pulling back and saving for yourself. I know how hard that is, and I know hearing somebody who lives a life that's able to do that, who has been able to stay home during the pandemic, who has been able to pay off debt, who does have these things, I can say it because I didn't have it. I never ever had that. I didn't have that before. I didn't have it growing up. I didn't have it as a teenager. I didn't have it in college. I only have had it in the last couple of years, and I wish, and I, I wish. I wish, I wish I had had someone saying these things to me when I was younger. Someone telling me that I should be preparing for the future in a realistic way. Somebody who's like, hey, totally messed up. I racked up all this credit card debt, all these student loans. I made all these bad money choices and you shouldn't do them. You should focus on the other things. I wish, I wish there had been someone to tell me that. And if you are 18 to 50 to 100 years old and you have made bad money decisions in your past, you can change them. You can move forward you freaking got this. I get in my DMs all the time. How are you able to pay off all of this debt? What are you doing? And honestly, we're not doing crap. My husband and I, we aren't going anywhere. We are spending the bare minimum on food. I have been trying to get myself to order yarn to make a baby blanket for my friend for two weeks because every time I put it in my shopping cart, I'm like, I don't need it right now. Let's pay off something else before I do this. I have taken away all of the extra thing in our life and that seems like a very boring unexciting experience and it is y'all not going on dates is hard not going anywhere is hard not traveling is hard but being so heavily in debt is harder stressing about money is harder working 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 and not seeing any chunk come out of our debt that is hard knowing that we will be able 
people to have a incredible financial retirement fund, knowing that we will be debt free in a matter of months, knowing that we will own our own car in a matter of months, knowing that we will be able to do whatever the heck we want in a couple months because we won't have this financial burden of debt. That makes it not so hard. And I want that for every single freaking person listening. I want that for every single person alive. If you are alive and you got debt, I want you to get out of that. I want you to wake up in the morning and be like, I don't have any debt. I can do whatever I want with my money. I can save, I can spend, I can do all the things. That is what I want. That is what I have been working so hard for for myself. It's what I have done in creating the course. It's what I've done in creating my coaching packages. It is something that fills me so, so up. The debt, the debt that fills me up, the debt-free life is what fills me up and helping other people get that through budgeting, through saying no, through being supported, through all of it. Because people are gonna be like, why aren't you doing this, that, and the other thing? Why aren't you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Why aren't you trying to do all these things? People are gonna question you. They're not gonna support you. They're gonna make fun of you. And that's freaking okay because I can guarantee you, guarantee you, that nobody, nobody who has gone through a debt-free journey is ever, ever gonna tell you that you should be doing those things. Nobody who is on a debt-free journey, nobody who is out of debt is ever gonna rag on you for why you're making sacrifices. That is the community that I have built in my Facebook group. That is the relationships I have with my coaching. That is, that is the foundation of my course. It is supporting you through the hard freaking times. There's gonna be hard times. There's gonna be times that you wanna just buy, 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 because you worked really, really hard and you wanna have a bunch of things, but you really just focus on getting out of debt. And I was never passionate about freaking anything the way I am about this and the way that I want you to be. I am on fire to see y'all debt-free. So if I have to come on this podcast every week and tell you about stimulus checks, coronavirus, you gotta say no to your vacation, you gotta figure out with your partner what the heck amount of money is gonna go to your debt every month, you gotta say no to getting sushi, you gotta say no to anything and everything and just throw all the money. You gotta work so, so hard. You gotta earn, earn, earn. You gotta pick up an extra job. You gotta save all your money. You gotta pay off your debt because it's the right thing to do because your life is worth so much more. You were not made to pay bills and die. You were not made to live shackled with debt for your whole freaking life. That is not the life that I want you to have. It's not the life you wanna have. It's not the life that you wanna leave for your kids, your grandkids. You want to be able to live a life that lets you see your family whenever the heck you want, see your friends whenever the heck you want, have the house that you want, have the car that you want, and live the life that you want. That is the goal. Getting debt-free means those things. And so I hope that you have taken any amount of value out of this because you deserve so much more than the life you're leading right now if you're in debt. If you're not in debt, I want you to stand up and I want you to clap, 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 clap for yourself because I'm so freaking proud of you. All right, y'all. That is all this. I will step off my soap box and slide right back into my DMs to chat with all of y'all. My coaching program and my new course is coming out in just a couple of weeks. So if you are not on the email list for that, the link is going to be in my bio. Also, be sure to take a screenshot of this. Throw it up on your Insta stories. Let me know what your debt-free goals are. Let me know if you're struggling during coronavirus. If you're 
having to be at work if you have been laid off. I want to know. Tell me all the freaking things and I will see y'all on the next one.